You're gonna scream and shout it. TV2. Just sit back and relax. It's your favorite 90s cartoon podcast. TV2. Hey guys, welcome back to TV Tunes. What up, bitches? Yeah. <laughs> That's my catchphrase. Yeah. That's uh, my catchphrase. It dropped off for a little bit. We're trying to force you to do it. I every like saying time. it matter of factly. That's a new thing. Uh, what's up, bitches? What up, bitches? Yeah, it's great. Uh, guys. Yeah. Uh, by which I mean listeners. <laughs> uh, I'm very excited to talk about Darkwing Duck. I'm excited too. Uh, I'm very excited to have our guest. Yes. He is a writer, a, an improviser, a voiceover a actor, a, a guy who's cool, Greg Nix. Yes, Greg Nix. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, thanks man. for coming on. And picking such a weird show. To be honest, you named a few, and when you said Darkwing Duck, I was like, yeah, that's the one we're doing. Well, it was the first one that I named, I think. Like, it was the first one that sprung to mind okay, good. Yeah. for some reason. Yes. Um, despite not being a Disney classic or an anything classic, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, certainly, what else did I... I named, like, The Simpsons yeah. and, like, mm-hmm. I guess maybe DuckTales. Like, some, some definitely some ones that are more remembered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one was... I legit did not remember Duckwing Duck except for the theme song. Oh, for really? For the most part, yeah. The theme song is pretty insane. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised you... We're... About the same age, and like I feel like it was on I would Disney it. Channel like over and over again yeah. when I was a kid. I was not a huge Disney Channel fan. Ah, yeah, that'll I, do it. I did randomly like watch episodes, but I never like got into it or like f- tried to follow a canon that it. Guys, may have had. <laughs> I was into it. I had action figures. You did? Yeah. Wow. I read the comics in Disney Adventure magazine. Wow. I watched the show when I could. (laughs) Uh, I was mostly into, like, figuring out how to draw him and the... Uh, the, the the rogues gallery of of uh, supervillains or whatever are they supervillains? I guess they're um, just villains. Silly villains. Silly villains. <laughs> Both, I'd say. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, what about so? Yeah, were you an avid fan or a casual watcher? Or I remember watching it pretty consistently. Wow. Good For those catch. of you listening at home, I almost uh, spilled a LaCroix, but I caught it very triumphantly. It would yeah. have been sacrilegious. That if cool. this was Darkwing Duck, now a refrigerator would land on yeah. you or something. We just got dangerous. <laughs> um, yeah, I watched it, I, I think, pretty consistently. I mean, I remember there being like an animation block on Disney Channel, mm-hmm. and this probably would have been like post like it it maybe was already wrapped production by this point because i don't think i had disney channel until i was like uh 11 or 12 so that would be like late ish 90s um but i think it it had like a block with like goof troop and ducktales and maybe tailspin Mm -hmm. yeah and maybe like chippendale rescue rangers sometimes but i definitely remember the darkwing duck um in my mind was like a central figure in that because it was kind of like the only like superhero thing yeah. also. Like DuckTales yeah. is kind of action adventure, so is Tailspin, but like this felt like a little bit different, like yeah. a little bit yeah. separate from that. Um, and also like I thought maybe like a little bit darker and cooler, but like uh, in yeah. retrospect <laughs> now looking yeah. back on it, it's hard to get much goofier than the yeah. episodes it's, that we watched. It's, it's very silly. Silly as fuck. <laughs> like, uh, we'll get into but it. But there are murders in this. Yeah. Like her uh, off screen murders, like way in the past murders to make right. us sort of be like, Oh, that must have been intense back then. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny because you notice like or I noticed at least like in all of these action sequences, whenever, like, a car would spin off the road or something, they would, like, cut to that character and make sure to show, like, they're oh, alive. they're fine. They're yeah. just, like, making a silly face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, with a spinning car. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, with the oil slick. Oh, God, what can't that gun do? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, which also, it's called the gas gun, but it does so many other things. God, I forgot that one of Darkwing's many catchphrases is suck gas. 
Oh, God. That's a, that is abrasive. <laughs> oh, my God. There was a pun in here. I'll get to it later on, but it blew my mind. I'm just like, oh, my God, we actually did that? Yeah. This is a kid's show. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. It and was, I think I know exactly which one you're talking about. Is it the toss, toss your salad, salad one? Yes. It's like, a let's toss go sa- toss some salad. Toss, oh, my God. I heard that, and I literally just went, What? Uh, Look, guys, it was a different time. I tr- I think, like, <laughs> probably at this time of the Disney Channel, like, they were such a small part of the Disney, like, yeah. empire, I guess, at that time, which w- itself was much smaller. And, like, this show had, like, 60 episodes in its first season. Yeah. yeah. It was which insane. Which is crazy, um, especially having worked in animation <laughs> of, like, yeah. that must have taken three years, or you must have, like, churned them out. But, yeah. like, there couldn't have been much oversight to this, no. you no. know, from the network. Like, what what notes, what S&P notes they got <laughs> must have just been, like, don't. Uh, burn the house down. Or yeah, what, and I know, also like, I also think that this came around at a time when Disney was feeling real cocky about their TV success because yeah. like uh, they did they they like dabbled for a few weird not very memorable shows and then Ducktales blew the fuck up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then after that it was. Tailspin and like a few other, yeah, Rescue Rangers, a few other solid successes. So they were like flying high and and were like, yeah, we know what we're doing. (laughs) I was really surprised that this came out before Batman the Animated Series. Same here. I, I looked that up. I thought it was going to be their answer to it, just making fun of it. Yeah. Like a parody. Yeah. Do we need to like explain at all what dar- like what the premise would, of this show is? I would is? love if you tried. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it is very Batman, which is kind of funny. Like it, It's like Batman and the Shadow, sort yeah. of. Yeah. Like, the it, Wikipedia it's, was, it's just like, and I was thinking about this too. I'm like, I wonder why I didn't get into this more, because I love Batman. But I love the shadow even more because I used to listen to it when I was a kid, like on the radio at midnight. Whoa, dude. Yeah, I know. Your parents let you stay up till midnight, man. That's Ugh. cool as hell. That's I'm cool like as a, hell. I'm dude. like a 50 year old. But you man. chose to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I listened to those and old talkie, like old stories oh, from the 40s. The shadow knows. Yeah. Fuck you, man. I had like volumes of this on That's cassette. Amazing. <laughs> what it was, total side note, but I got to know what you okay. think of the Alec Baldwin feature. Uh, as a kid, I loved it, rewatching it and listening to How Did This Get Made About It. Uh, yeah, there right yeah, uh it's, it's crazy yeah it's got a lot of problems uh, wow okay so you were a huge fan of the source material with and like that i was a 50 you... year old when i was a kid yeah sounds yeah. Just, but like <laughs> that's that's what i think is crazy about darkwing duck is like kids don't most kids unless unless they're you yeah. <laughs> don't get this reference like yeah who thought it was a good idea to do a kids show based off that's like a fun parody of the shadow yeah i didn't get it no. i just thought he was like a cool detective hero guy yeah, yeah. you know it, but it's like, especially like seeing some of the origin stories of like the villains. I'm like, oh, this is just like a male version of Poison Ivy that they're doing yeah. like pretty well, close to like the Batman animated series. And I'm just like, how is this beforehand? Like, yeah, it, a lot of things blew my mind about this. Okay, wait, but I want you to explain it. Yeah, uh, explain. Uh, I'm sorry for cutting on that. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, so it's uh, about a like. A, a duck named like something Mallard, right? Uh, Isn't his name like Drake? Drake uh, yes. Mallard, yeah. Drake, yeah. And he ends up adopting again, exactly like Batman, adopting an orphan mm-hmm. um, who was the granddaughter of a mad scientist who invented like a D gravity fire beam. Also, that <laughs> beam did not make sense to me. No. Uh, a whole. I also may have tuned out while they're pretty, switching they're, back they're and They're pretty to fast and loose with what the weapons can do. <laughs> yeah. in, in, in general terms, I mean, one yeah. of the ones we watched, it was like it can shrink things down to ant size, but also let you talk to ants, but also yeah. Shrink. yeah. Um, I wrote that but, down too. I didn't know what the powers were of the helmet or like uh, so much. Yeah, there's a stuff. there's a point at which the plant doctor. Uh, uh, I forget his name. Bushroot. Oh, Bushroot. Bush yeah, he he takes off on some ivy that can fly. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Flying ivy. But why it, not? So he 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 adopts this girl, and he also has uh he's he craves a newspaper headlines as sort of like his weakness, and but he also has a sidekick who he meets who is a big fan of his. <laughs> 
was launched Padme Quack, who is from DuckTales. Yes. <laughs> who theoretically is not in the same universe, according to the... Was it the creator, or was yeah. it the I voice? mean, that's some insane... Yeah. Dumbassery. He probably was just pissed that, like, probably the network was like, Launchpad's super popular. Yeah. Like, let's sell some toys, get those eyeballs. And he was like, No, Darkwing Duck is a, <laughs> a serious cinematic universe. Jesus Christ. They even mentioned Scrooge, too. Like, reading the Wikipedia, it like oh, really? doesn't make sense. They reference Scrooge. Yeah. Uh, Maybe now is a good time to get into this. I I like did a little digging. It's really? hard to find. You did out. research for this. Yeah, I did some research. <laughs> it's hard to find out the story of how Darkwing was created. Um, oh, that's that's interesting because I was very curious. Yeah, the time. I thought he was a spinoff character from Ducktales. Basically, yes. However, the creator, whose name I don't remember. Tim Blake, Blake Blark Bluke, Tim whatever Blake guys. Blark Bluke. You guys, I do research, but then I immediately forget all of it. <laughs> um, but so, uh, Katzenberg uh, at the time, again, this was like them feeling uh, real good about themselves in the TV landscape. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Ducktales was one of their biggest successes, um, and there were a few episodes in particular that Katzenberg saw. He saw the potential for spinoffs, and he, which kind of felt like a no-brainer. It was like, this is our most popular show. What more can we do in this duck-verse? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the one that Katzenberg told this dude to work on, this guy came from DuckTales. Man, I wish I remember his name. Whatever. Uh, He's probably dead. It's he fine. is not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, is, he is still working in the field. <laughs> And I don't remember Apologies. his name. Um, but so there was an episode called Double O Duck. This is an episode of DuckTales. Okay. Uh, where the, the, the plot is Launchpad looks identical to a, a James Bond-style uh, uh, spy who goes missing or something. And so, like, Launchpad gets recruited to, to like, do a mission to, to, to catch some, some bad guys. And they're like, don't worry, all you have to do is look like him. But, of course, he's Launchpad, and he, like, bungles his way through it while also trying to be, like, a smooth Bond character. Mm-hmm. And so they saw this, and they were like, the world of, like, duck spies is, like, cool and fun. Um, so they developed it as, like, Launchpad is now a spy. The Ugh. show is going to be called it's, Double O Duck. That's Cars 2. <laughs> that's Cars 2. That's what they were no, thinking. Cars Disney keeps trying that. to do this. Yeah, Cars 2 yeah. is Double O Duck. But they keep trying to shuffle that stupid idea mm-hmm. down our throats. Stupid side character becomes a spy. Um, but this dude uh, who is credited for creating Darkwing Duck, he like worked on this... Uh, he worked on developing this Double O Duck show Double kind of Duck. begrudgingly because he just didn't feel like it worked. And when he like turned in his stuff to Katzenberg, Katzenberg was like, yeah, this isn't great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there was another uh, episode of DuckTales called The Masked Mallard that showed superheroes in the uh, DuckTales universe. Mm-hmm. By the and way... Tad Stone. Tad Stone. What did that's I say? Tim Steves? <laughs> you said like Tim Blurk. Or Tim Blurk. Like Tad Stones. That's his name. Oh, that's... So Tad Stones uh, really liked the idea of doing a parody of like pulpy comic book stuff. Uh-huh. And so that's what he started to develop. And he made the good call, I think. He made the, the realization that like... Launchpad needs to stay comedy relief sidekick. Yeah, yeah, I think like a show starring Launchpad would be a bit unbearable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and so, so that's what I think that Darkwing was like going to be a sidekick to Launchpad originally, but then they flipped it um, and they just like sort of kept developing it into a like, yeah, this weird like 40s pulpy serialized mm-hmm. uh, uh, superhero world. And that's where this comes from. That's still great. And still like Batman influence for it too. Yes, 100%. Yeah. But it's, oh my God, it's so crazy. This whole thing was just nuts from, I did not remember this at all. And just watching it again, I'm just like, oh my God. I'm so glad I watched I mean, Batman. Should we jump into instead? Should we jump into the two-part pilot? Yeah, well, yeah. B- before we do, I'm just curious. Like, as you were watching it, John, did uh-huh. you did like memories spring up? Because they definitely did for me. And we can sort of get to the specifics. Oh, yeah, remembering episodes of like remembering like, oh yeah, okay, this show. I did remember a few things. Like, I knew about the ship, uh, his like plane 
uh, that he had right. that Launchpad was working on for a year, apparently, <laughs> before <laughs> yeah, meeting him. Because he's a big, creepy fan. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, the vil- uh, Rutabaker. What's his name? Is it Rutabaker? I feel uh, like Bush, another... Oh, Bushwhacker, Bush, whatever. Uh, yeah, Bushroot. Bush another digression. I feel like that duck plane that they had is that like exactly the same ship from the mighty ducks the oh like God. animated uh, series i forgot about mighty Did, ducks i forgot yeah, about that me too. too until just now God. but i feel like they had a ship that looked like exactly like that it was like totally duck head maybe shaped there's not too much you can do with who would like have thought that disney design. like the home of mickey mouse would instead spin off all of their <laughs> duck characters into like these cra- this crazy world of duck shows can we also talk about that for the first episode was very heavily on ducks not being able to fly unless they're in a plane. Yes. Yeah. And there was a vulture in it. (laughs) The the logic of all that shit is weird. Like that vulture is straight up a bird. Also, (laughs) the camera that he has that the bad guys watch, who Tim Curry is watching on. Is it uh, Tim Curry? It's Tim Curry. No fucking Yes. As the bull? Yeah. Oh man, I didn't realize that either. I heard it. I'm just like, that's gotta be Tim Curry. And I looked it up. This is weird to say, but like, He's made another appearance. Almost a waste of Tim Curry. <laughs> like, if I, if I don't know, it's well, that's not true. It just means he really disappeared in that role. Well, we kind of wait. <laughs> they also wasted uh, Christopher. Um, oh, what's his, from uh, uh, Chris Lloyd? To, Chris Lloyd. Yeah, in uh, the Ducktales movie. Yeah, which we talked about that one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, that was a whole nother trip. It's a weird movie. Um, um, okay, yeah. Okay, let's so dive Donna, into this. Dawn of the. Darkly Duck? Is Dark, that what Darkly Don's the Duck. Darkly Don's the Duck. Ooh, the alliteration that, that the Darkwing loves. So many puns in this entire show, too. Yeah. The entire yeah. script well, is puns. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is something that I loved about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I think that now that I'm a person who, for lack of a better term, is kind of snobby about comedy... Mm-hmm. I'm just like a little more cynical about this writing as an adult. But as a kid, I'll bet I was like, oh, this is so smart. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Probably. Oh, for sure. And yeah. the way that he's sort of, yeah, it's written very like trippingly. Yeah. Like there's yeah. a lot of alliteration, like a lot of rhyming um, and the like self-narration, which is <laughs> a funny, I guess, I, I must have thought was very, very funny at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I did like the self-narration. And I do like it in general. Not everybody does. I like it as a character choice for Darkwing. Because if he is sort of a parody of a shadow-like character, those like radio dramas are always so ham-fisted and like narrated by the shadow. Yeah. Yeah. They explain, it's a lot of him like explaining what he's thinking and explaining everything that the bad guy has done which is to cool. the bad guy. <laughs> which is cool. And also, like, uh, I feel like they toyed with, with that with some of these episodes. Some of these episodes start with Darkwing being like, oh, this case file? Let me tell you about Bushroot. Yeah, that's really confused me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, is this strange. all the show is? That we just go back and but I, talk I like about it old cases? It's kind of them playing in that same world yeah. that I, again, as a child, was not familiar with. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I love that this had, like, a uh, feel of, like, uh, the Green Hornet when he gets attacked mm. by his breakfast. Oh, so, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I thought that was actually a really, like, great introductory sequence yeah. for who the character would become. Him sort of at home. Also, Wallace and Gromity, although yeah. Wallace and Gromit, actually, they, that may have been, like, Around the same time, maybe, yeah. I, also, I wrote down Walls of Gromit because yeah. I love that opening. Oh, man, so good. And, like, so, like... I'll go with Pee-wee. That's mine. Is <laughs> sure. it, it's very good. Like, it's reminiscent, again, this is all just going to be references, but also yeah. of uh, the Pink Panther and yeah. Inspector Clouseau and yeah. uh, Kato. Getting attacked by Kato. And it's, like, what... Oh, that's what I was thinking of, not Green Hornet. Uh, Wrong Kato. Wrong Kato. Same same difference. (laughs) And, like, what a great way to establish, like, a sort of self-serious blowhard, which I kind of think is, like, the key to Darkwing and something that, like, I... I wonder if it started with this or I was already like attracted to those characters <laughs> as like a means for comedy and that's yeah. why I like this show or whether this show planted that seed because that is definitely <laughs> something that like I very much enjoy yeah. as like a, a trope I guess. <laughs> yeah, and I think again it works for this type of character like it helps justify the style of it almost, yeah. you know what I mean? Like of this guy who narrates his own uh, adventures. Yeah. Can I ask you guys a question? Uh, I'll I'll allow it. One yes. is, uh, thank <laughs> you, guess. thank you. Uh, what is 
Darkwing do for a living <laughs> other than fight crime? Unclear. Okay. I don't think they established that no. yeah, yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, like three episodes. It, it did seem like he was kind of rich because he was like lived in the bridge or something yeah. in town and then just bought a house. Yeah, just very matter of fact. <laughs> so I'm assuming he's like a Bruce Wayne type playboy billionaire but he getting also, all the duck ladies. Yeah. He also bought a like very like reasonable house too like that's sure. a house from where i lived growing yeah, up if he was if he was super wealthy he probably would move away from those annoying neighbors <laughs> yeah like immediately <laughs> that was like the step-by-step house yeah. like, it was just very much like suburban yeah oh god that's a good question i don't know if they ever established like what he i don't think they need to what drake does. i kind of wonder at what point in sort of the pitching development process they like greenlit this thing and we're like 60 episodes go yeah like it seemed like we watched the first five episodes and it yeah. seemed like there was still like a lot being figured out <laughs> yeah like Gwendolyn wasn't in the third episode they were just trying yeah. to and that was the one that was like sort of narrated as yeah. a case file whereas like maybe mm-hmm. they're trying this out the beginning the first two were an origin story yeah but I don't know it it just kind of seemed like they weren't quite sure like how all those elements would fit together. The neighbors were introduced with like out any introduction and yeah. just sort of the, yeah. their kids. Yeah. Just, what's like, his name? Up uh, the, Hunker, the, Hunker, the, the like, nerdy, nerdy kid. kid. I was yeah. like, okay, this is his introduction. Yeah. Yeah. Were we just, he, accept- he was like in that episode, that was episode four, I think. And he was in that for about uh, 13 minutes until <laughs> yeah. like just seeing him until he had even a line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was so Real weird. stealthy intro. Yeah. It probably makes kids be like, uh, I, no, I know who he yeah, is. Yeah, he was here the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's got glasses. He's a glasses kid. Yeah. Do people, do ducks in these universes, can they only raise children as a single duck? Because so many other parents are gone or like parents have been Not murdered. Not those neighbors. <laughs> Not those neighbors. Yeah, they got a happy family. But anybody who gets their own TV show has the, to be an orphan. <laughs> the father neighbor is definitely also Jim Cummings, right? Probably. Um, who, by the way, does an awesome job. Yeah. As, as Darkwing. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot it. of words. A lot of... Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. He kills there, it. There are weird moments where, like, he needs to be emotionally grounded, typically with stuff with uh, Goslin. Mm-hmm. Goslin. Uh, that's Not her name? Go- Goslin? Yeah, you're right. I'm going to keep calling her Webby. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but cool Webby. Yeah, that, well, cool Webby. That's, there's a scene in the pilot and they're in the, like, bridge hideout thing, yeah. right? Is that what you're talking about? Where yeah. you're like sings her this song and it's kind of like very sweet out of nowhere yeah. and like it was weird but it kind of worked for me it works, and I think yeah. you're right like a lot of it is on the like performance of like yeah. oh he like we've seen him be this jerk uh, sort of up in, like self-centered up until this point but he mm-hmm. d- he does kind of like switch a little bit yeah. and it's like oh okay it's not like just like a one note he has I a feel Scrooge like that's a lot. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot to ask of Jim Cummings to be like yeah go bigger when you describe uh, your crime fighting skills uh, now yeah. also really care for this orphan <laughs> you know what I mean this is where you fall in love yeah um yeah, this whole thing was pretty crazy. Um, Speaking of voice performances, real quick, a yes. couple voices that are very recognizable in yeah. these episodes. Goslin herself is uh, is is Chucky. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Dexter. Yes, laboratory. Yeah. That was what I was hearing it. I was like, who is this? And then you put like a little Russian flair on it. And yeah, like, Dexter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh Marsha Wallace as well. Edna Krabappel. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. was in the first couple She was episodes. the secretary. She was the secretary for... and the head of the orphanage. Yeah. yeah. That's where I heard her voice mm-hmm. clearest. And I was like, who is yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Some 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 very recognizable uh, I got some I guess, good names like, for this. Journeyman. I wanted to say yeoman. Like <laughs> Am I saying that right? Ye- 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 Yeoman? Yeah. Yeoman? Like hardworking voice yeah. actors who you like hear a lot and are yeah. very talented. Working. I knew exactly what you meant. Working hard <laughs> in the 90s. Uh, yeah. A small exactly. pool of voiceover. <laughs> yeah, actors. yeah. Still the same. Uh, yeah. Um, most of my... Oh, I, I appreciated the reveal that they were in a jail cell the whole time when they were talking to... Oh, uh, yeah. What's his name? To- Taurus? Yeah. Bul- Bulba... Or, Bulba... 
Taurus Bulba? Taurus Bulba. Like that. A yeah. really terrible name for a character. Terrible yeah. name for, I didn't understand for that. your first villain. I forgot yeah. the name of the uh, of Bushroot's uh, like other lab, the like female lab. Oh uh, yeah, it was scientist. Some... That was a really good name. Yes. Uh, Ruta. So I forget like, what her oh, name Ru- was. It was Ruta Bega. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. It was. Uh, there were some good names, but that Taurus name was bullshit. I also appreciated the goat henchmen who every now and then would use their horns to, to like bust down walls and stuff. And I was like, <laughs> oh, right, they are still animals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, did, I did like when he takes out um, Cool Webby uh, to like have her kidnapped. And he like hears her story about how she wants to get like adopted, and he just starts like st- starts to cry. And he's just like, no, everything's fine. Um, but let's get in this like windowless van yeah. real quick. Uh, we're gonna kidnap you. Um, oh man, this episode was crazy. Yeah, tough, these two episodes. Tough to like establish. This is uh, this is an orphan whose family has been killed. But like, oh, look at her go. She loves hockey. Like, you know, <laughs> like what a weird. She's gonna play for the Mighty Ducks one day. Oh man, it's what gonna. A, what she's a gonna steal that episode. Ship. That would she's be. gonna steal that ship. Uh, but yeah, no, like. I, there were some moments too where it's just like they're trying to kidnap her, and Darkwing shows up, steals her away, and gets away, and then has they don't they fall in the water at that point? They yeah. like yeah, and also how did they breathe when they just randomly got into the they're bridge? Ducks underwater. <laughs> they ducks? can hold their breaths. <laughs> okay, yeah, dude. that makes sense. I've seen them dive before, yeah. um, <clears throat> but no, like uh, there was a huge like explanation when they're in the bridge. When, because I was sitting there, I'm like, how did Darkwing know that she existed at this point? And Darkwing goes into this huge expl- explanation of just like, I looked into the scientist, I found out he had a niece, I figured I needed to get there before those henchmen did. Yeah. It's because and- <laughs> he has a stunning insight into the mind of a criminal. Yes. Mm. <laughs> That's uh, his superpower. <laughs> uh, they were also criminals too, because they drove up to a newsstand and uh, Cool Webby just stole a newspaper to like <laughs> see the headline. Every time you say "cool Webby," my brain has to adjust and be like, "Wait, Webby's it? The- oh, God, oh, I got yeah. it, got it." Okay, Gwendolyn Gosling. Gosling. That makes sense. Like a Gosling. Yes. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. Okay, Ryan Gosling. Um, yeah, this these episodes were crazy. So the the first good. first part uh, ends on a wacky cliffhanger where we find that Taurus Bulba. Uh, has somehow converted a chunk of the prison into a flying <laughs> ship, and a guard looks up at the ship fly away and says, guess they've been making more than license plates. <laughs> I wrote that down. I love that line so much. It's very good. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, and they threw in this sort of, like, smarmy uh, oh, the, warden the warden character. Yeah. The warden was a delight. <laughs> I have to go gloat in front of Taurus right now. Because uh, that's the pilot episode, <laughs> I was like... I I was like, is this a character who will keep coming back? Because I fucking love this warden. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Oh. Uh, I didn't see him again in the no. next five episodes, <laughs> but who knows? Um, but then part two uh, uh, very much hinges on you knowing that this like breakfast routine is a thing. It's crazy how important that becomes. Yeah. Yeah. I had that same thought of like, <laughs> oh, this is a cool set piece. Oh, now it's integral to the story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which... It's kind of clever, I yeah. guess. Like, I don't know. I'm on. The, I, I'm like a little bit on the fence about like whether they made it made too much out of it. Yeah. Like, part of me just thinks like, oh, they really liked. They had this sequence written out. They had all these designs done. They really liked it. I thought it was funny, and they were like, "Let's just bring keep, it back. Bring this sucker back again." Three times. Listen, yeah, they did three, it three times. Three times. Yeah, they they had to, to do that. it three times if they did it twice. So that I guess that's true. <laughs> Um, yeah, I know what you mean. It is. I, I kind of, I sort of see it as like, uh, I'm, I'm always a fan of when something you think is a throwaway joke ends up becoming pretty important later on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it definitely subverts like, it, cause I don't know if you guys feel this way, but I feel, feel like I'm pretty good at spotting things that are like going to come back. I'm yeah. like, yeah. Oh, that's the key. That's going to unlock the whatever. Yeah. But like w- when it's a throwaway gag like that, like <laughs> it, it does subvert that a little bit. Like at no point did I see like, Oh, they're going to escape the henchmen using this like using breakfast. The breakfast. Food. Yeah, no, I did love that. That was great. Yeah, I liked it. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, also a weird detail. 
in the first episode, when the goats come to kidnap Goslin. Damn it, mm-hmm. I almost called her Webby. Uh, <laughs> uh, he like has a picture, uh, and he's like... Oh, the jelly? He's like, that's me in there. And and yeah, and the orphanage, uh, the woman working at the orphanage is like, that looks more like grape jelly. <laughs> in part two, we see a close-up of that photo, and there's a, there's a, jelly. a purple jelly smudge on it. <laughs> really? And I, I didn't notice like, that. That's pretty yeah. funny. Damn. <laughs> The attention to detail uh, for no real reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm surprised he tried to pass himself off as jelly. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. reasonably. Not this morning. The funny thing about that attention to detail is there's so many other like logic things that they like totally skim over. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> why is that the thing? The continuity thing where yeah. they were like, right. I don't know. Um, uh, Darkwing Duck singing the lullaby was the moment where I was like, oh, he's also the voice of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> because when he like sort of softens and slows down a little bit, I was like, oh, there it is. Mm. Uh, and that's a sweet little moment. Yeah. That's a sweet little moment. <laughs> I think so. And he changed the lyrics from like the... Also that that became the like... That was the I didn't code? S- that was yeah. the code for the machine or whatever. Then he immediately figured that out, but I like didn't... I, maybe I wasn't like paying quite close attention <laughs> at that point, and I mm-hmm. would have seen. It's but. hard. It's hard to a show this weird. It's I hard found to focus it. On. I found it. Yeah, I found it hard to focus because it was just like so many gags. They're throwing so much at like I for for the third episode. All I wrote down is holy shit. These puns are relentless. <laughs> yeah. No the that vegetable was, puns. Yeah, yeah, that's where I wrote it down. I'm just like. All of these episodes are just puns. And it, yeah, relentless is the word I would use to describe the viewing experience sometimes. Yeah. It's just sort of like, oh, whoa. Yeah, and no. I feel like that is a 90s thing of like, look, this is what kids want to watch. <laughs> they want like nonstop wackiness thrown in their face every frame. They of... need sensory input. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was definitely like pre-Pixar. Yeah. Like sort of trusting kids to get like <laughs> nuance. and Yeah, yeah. Um, I was half paying attention to it when the lullaby came on and like I was listening to it like halfway out of my ear and then I started hearing like the colors and I'm just like, what? Oh God, <laughs> this is going to come back later on. Yeah. I'm like, either that or somebody had a stroke when they were writing this episode and just wrote a bunch of colors. Yeah. And it's just like, this doesn't make sense, but we'll go with it. But then hearing uh, yeah. him just go like, wait, what? And just seeming confused uh, was a great little addition to it too, but yeah. it kept going with it. And there is, like, I mean, as bonkers as everything feels in these shows, there is a legit character arc for Darkwing in particular where, like, Mm -hmm. he gets called out on having an ego um, and also, like, learns he needs to care about Goslin. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, like, I give them credit for that, even though it's surrounded in a bunch of insane chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also, I feel like he reluctantly took on Launchpad <laughs> since he yeah. f- helped freed him. He's just like... Launchpad's just kind of there. Yeah. And he <laughs> yeah, made the ship. feels very shoehorned in. Like, yeah. How do they meet? He like literally just he crashes into him. He right? crashes into the barn. Yeah, and he thinks that he's trying to steal his planes. Right, right. It's like pure chance, <laughs> yeah. like pure coincidence. Yeah, it's very strange. I don't think that, um, I don't think that they cared about like continuity or justifying that sort of stuff. Yeah. Very much. The uh, what's his name? Tim Blaine. Uh, Tad Stone. <laughs> Tad Stone. Tad Stones. Uh, he is like That's a very proud of the fact that uh, they sometimes would just disregard the origin stories of their villains and come up with a new one and do another episode showing the origin of a villain that they'd already shown that of because huh. because to him he was like yeah that's. Those are the comic books I grew up reading is like sure. you it's nearly impossible to stay up with the, all of the weird shit going on in these wacky comic books so like and there's other universes so like you just know the broad strokes of like this character is a crime fighter mm-hmm. he's got a sidekick this villain has like this special power power of veggies yeah exactly <laughs> that's pretty interesting i mean like so on the show that i was working on on nickelodeon there would be these moments where like we would want a gag to happen or something um and sometimes you know we were very exacting with all of that and sometimes we were like oh that's cartoon logic you know yeah. like that mm-hmm. that can just be like we'll, we'll just buy that if it's funny enough yeah yeah and like i think that 
is very true with this show. Yes. And so it is kind of incumbent on like, how funny is it? Yeah. And sometimes mm-hmm. it works and sometimes it doesn't, I think, very clearly. clearly. But it also like, Dark Queen Duck in rewatching it almost felt to me like it belonged over with like Animaniacs and Freak- yeah. Freakazoid, like very much in that WB sort of like, this is the craziest that I've ever seen a cartoon. Yeah. Rather it, than like the DuckTales. I thought and, of that too. Yeah. It does feel very Animaniacs feel it. yeah. uh, where it's like this, this writer's room loved <laughs> jokes and loved puns. Yeah. And it's nonstop too. Nonstop. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah, it does have that feel for it. Um, what else? Oh, I wrote so, Launchpad is mentally unstable. <laughs> uh, wow, <laughs> that's a, a harsh critique. <laughs> yeah, no, he's I Just feel enthusiastic. like he's true to the point of mental instability. <laughs> the backstory I came up with in my mind is that like Scrooge did something so fucked up. <laughs> To Launchpad, that, that he, he went was to like, a different cinematic he was like, universe. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I need out, and I'm gonna just focus on like a new hero worship. Yeah, uh, in this Darkwing <laughs> character. Hey, quick question. Like, side note: Did Gizmo Duck ever have his own show? No, and he should. How have. did he not? Yeah. Instead of Darkwing Duck getting, you're like, right. Its that's own a very thing. clear spinoff. Yeah, I thought it. Maybe had that was one of the ones off. that Maybe. Katzenberg rejected. Yeah. But he just was just a giant player inside of the DuckTales world, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he would show up every now and then. Ugh. And I remember Gizmo Duck a lot. I don't know. He was cool. Justice for Gizmo Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Start that hashtag. I'm going it, to. <laughs> it, if, you know, there, there's a DuckTales reboot. There could be a Gizmo, Gizmo spinoff a Gizmo that spin-off. never was. Yeah. That'd be great. I legit think a Darkwing reboot would be fun. And I like thought about how cool it would be to like lean in harder to what they're parodying, and mm-hmm. and like have it be more the shadowish, and like have it be visually a bit more like noir, and have a lot of fun with that. But then I also at the same time was thinking like, that's what I want, <laughs> but like it should be for kids. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That yeah, that's the line to walk with like any of these reboots. I wonder. I feel I'm trying like- to think like what. Would be what would be the perfect tone for yeah. Darkwing Duck? You know, um, it feels like they would do more of a Justice League kind of thing with it, with their universe, um, <laughs> like fake Iron Mans and fr- like Gizmo Duck could be like semi an Iron Man, but I don't know. Yeah. I feel like they would pitch that, and instead of going noir, they would just be like, let's have it like fake Avengers, where it's just all goofy. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, you've got this Gravity Falls book sitting on the table. And I feel like Gravity <laughs> Falls is like a great mix of like silliness yeah. and yeah. like sort of mystery. Yes. And really uh, Darkwing Duck is a detective. I think the the perfect tone for this show would have more mystery to I, it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. More sleuthing. Yeah. I'd watch that. More of his like, uh, basically like a more fun Batman is, I think, what would be a cool direction to go in. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like Batman 66, but with Darkwing Duck. Do it, Disney. I feel like You hear that? You're welcome. Yeah. You hear me? Can we get 10%? Um, Eisenberg, <laughs> are you out there? Uh, the other thing I'll say, because I can't believe I didn't bring this up, is a lot of Inspector Gadget to this show. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's um, true. A lot of... Very much so. Even yeah, with Goslin and Penny and mm-hmm. all that. Um and again, sort of another like blowhard a little bit, like yeah. very full of himself, like mm-hmm. kind of not realizing. But that that's such a cartoony trope too. Like yeah. I remember watching. Did you guys ever watch Hong Kong Fooey? Yeah, yeah. Uh, way back in the day. Is uh, <laughs> probably the Hong less Kong said Fooey. about it, the better. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. in terms of like cultural appropriation sure, and stuff sure. like that. Yeah, but it, the, like it's a very funny thing, I guess, of like the kind of idiot hero. Yeah. Yeah, I did love, um, like, The Man Who Knew Too Little was one of my, like, favorite movies growing up. With, the Bill Murray one? Yeah, uh, where he doesn't know, like, he's failing and still succeeding at mm-hmm. the same time. Uh, that I always loved that kind of, like, I loved Get Smart, too, and he, yeah. Was, oh, yeah. he was an idiot who just kept, I'm 50. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's kind of perfect, perfectly suited for animation, I think, because... You can have, like, you know, with in the world of animation, you can have all sorts of crazy adventures, but but it also will be cartoony looking. So, like, I feel like mm-hmm. that 
leads to characters who are blowhards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where they're yeah. like, we are going on adventures, but I'm also real goofy doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd say like, to that it is animation. I think that's like probably the strongest part of the series is they do make very good use of like sort of visual humor. Yeah, 100%. And like the, in episode four, the like shrinking down. Getting antsy. Um, getting antsy <laughs> where Darkwing is shrunk down to the size of an ant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of the like backgrounds. Yeah. The like, uh, Those backgrounds are beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And I was surprised that uh, they go there this early in the series. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, oh, shrink rays are a thing in this universe now. Got it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? No, they pedal to the metal from yeah. the very beginning, for sure, of like, these villains can really do anything that we want them to do. Like, yeah. Yeah. it doesn't need to be a reason. Like, we don't know who this miniature golf course owner is or <laughs> nope. why he's like a, a brilliant inventor who also owns a miniature golf course who's also a bank robber. Like, <laughs> yeah. they're just kind of like, it, it's, it really seems like, and may, and in some ways this maybe is the way that cartoons should be, but it seems it seems like everything is in service of like the goofy cartoon aspects, yeah. like anything story wise, and that's what kind of you were saying about Tad too is like who who cares like yeah. it's a it's a goofy cartoon so let's make sure it's the goofiest cartooniest yeah thing that we like can. I, I I feel like we get nitpicky when we talk about these shows, but I mm-hmm. I also kind of respect that attitude toward them. Of like, of like, hey man, we're making a cartoon and like we want to have fun with it, so like we're not going to be stressed out about uh, the continuity or whatever. Right. Yeah, I noticed that because the like size of him kept changing too. Like he would he jumped on like one of the buildings, yes. the miniature buildings, and then jumped down and like took one of the buggies. But then he's the size of like a tiny little like smaller than an ant on top of like the glasses when they see him. I'm just like, I don't care. This is just also, fun. Such also, a... he turns into a germ at the end. Oh, yeah. yeah, with two <laughs> germ goes, buddies. He goes subatomic. <laughs> yeah, it's the Ant Man yeah, uh, plot line. It is. Yeah, yeah. with such two germ buddies. Image, such a weird image of a uh, launch pad like cross-eyed looking <laughs> at uh, Darkwing standing on his beak. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> Was Honey I Shrunk the Kids Disney? Yes. Okay. I wonder when that was. Was it? Because Honey, I Shrunk the Ride was at uh, Universal Studios, wasn't it? The Was it? There was a ride? Yeah, I, th- I thought it was at Universal. Maybe it was at Disney. You guys carry on. I'll figure it out. Okay. With the phone. Um, uh, stepping back to Beauty and the Beat, episode number three. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like we said, this is an interesting thing where it opens with Darkwing sort of addressing the audience being like, here's a weird case file I should let you know about. Well, the the weirdest part about that, which like, you know, these things are made to run like sort of in syndication over and over again, so I don't think it matters, but like watching them one, two, three in a row, it was like, it seemed like a massive time jump because he had these case yeah. files and I was like, yeah. oh, is this only going to be Darkwing in this episode? Is yeah. this about like I wondered before? that too. And then yeah. Launchpad like is in this case and yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. So it just kind of is a strange time jump. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was Walt Disney, by the way. Whoa. Uh, uh, honey, we shrunk. Uh, honey, yeah, oh, shrunk the kids. Not. Yeah. Well, they uh, forget what I said. <laughs> honey, I shrunk the ride. Must have been at Disneyland. Maybe. Totally. I kind of wish it was still there. Um, uh, they do stuff like that in the beginning of... Uh, of Batman the Animated Series, they'll just mm-hmm. be like, yeah, sometimes Robin is here, sometimes he's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I don't know, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Where they just rotate people in. Yeah, man, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, this one, uh, the main thing I, ju- I wrote was like, holy shit, these puns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many of them. Also, but- I saw the duck skeleton that was inside of that lab, and that bill was made of bone, apparently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, bills are, are made of bones. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, don't, uh, I actually this episode have was no crazy. idea what they are made of, now that I'm thinking about it. Cartilage? I, I don't know. know. Well, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I, let's do an autopsy and figure it out. Great. Um, yeah, no, I like how the like uh, head of the college comes in, and he's just like, I've got to cut... Like I've got to cut some of the finance from here, and I'm going to go straight to plants, which is probably the least expensive out of all of the things right. that they're doing, since they have that toaster robot <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> who plays the checkers. Apparently. There was something very funny to me about that toaster robot, who like is just silently in the corner every now and then, <laughs> moving a piece, furiously playing. Yeah. Eventually, 
Uh, and then Darkwing goes up and like plays <laughs> plays checkers, plays checkers. With it and loses completely. Yeah, uh, which was a fun, very joke. funny, yeah. very adult problem to like the beginning of this episode was so adult. It was yeah. like problems at the lab <laughs> at yeah. the college. Like you know, they want me published, kind of a yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and then like. These like bully scientists who uh, were unbearable were probably my least favorite part of any of the episodes that real we watched. Bad. Was, oh, like, real bad. The just um, two hundred percent voice acting on that. <laughs> <laughs> like couldn't yeah. be bigger. Yeah, yeah, just a bit. They were just um, this one to me feels uh, like the cleanest or or clearest parody of of what inspired Darkwing Duck of like these pulpy serialized detective stories. Yeah. Cause like, if you just sort of look at the bare bones of the plot of like weird, uh, loner scientist obsessed with plants becoming a supervillain mm-hmm. and like this weird, uh, thing with like the, the, uh, maybe love interest, maybe not. Yeah. Um, uh, to me, it, it feels the most like, oh yeah, this is what this is the world they're playing in. It feels it feels the most clear. And then we yeah, go, well, kind of dark too. Yeah, like the story like him being bullied to the point where he experiments on himself. Yeah, this, like evil villain. Also strange. There's like eight minutes straight of this episode that Darkwing is like not in. Yeah, yeah. very weird. Yeah, it was. It very much felt like Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, where it's just like you see the whole, and it felt like um, yeah, like putty that putty face episode or yeah. something like that. What's yeah. that kind of thing? Oh, uh, Clayface. Clayface. Yeah. yeah. Yo, I'm gonna call bullshit on Batman the Animated Series. They're like so proud of how much uh, black is in their background paintings. They're uh-huh. like, no one else on television was doing that before. There's a lot in Darkwing Duck. <laughs> yeah. That's a full year before the Batman the Animated Series. Were they, they were drawing on black paper, weren't they? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Which Darkwing was not doing. But still, like, so, but still, yeah, there was so a- dark and moody. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, still cartoony looking, but mm-hmm. like the color palette is vastly different from something like DuckTales. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. But yeah, no, the like origin stories felt like straight out of straight out of Batman the Animated it's Series. It's fun. I would I would love a bunch more episodes like this one that's just like, here's another weirdo villain. Yeah. Cuz that's what I that's what I remember from my childhood is is like specifically the back of the action figure uh cardboard that mm-hmm. showed you how the, they became the rogues gallery. Yeah. Like, do you remember metal beak or whatever? Yeah. Oh, like a God. guy in a clean suit whose beak was metal. No. Oh, no, that I don't, <clears throat> I guess. I'm remembering like a full metal, like a metal duck. That too. I th- yeah. I don't know the name of that character, but metal beak sounds like probably a takeoff on a Dick Tracy villain. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. There that was also right. Megavolt, the like rat who, had, like was electrocuted <clears throat> and then became like, lightning powers. A lightning powered villain. Who was the one? I was trying to remember this. Who was the like Bizarro Darkwing? The yellow like, suit one. Nega Nega Duck. N- yeah, Nega Duck. I think is what he was called. <laughs> Not hard to say at all. Yeah, Nega Duck. <laughs> yeah, no, um, he had the yellow suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, I, I didn't know that. That villain in particular has a few origin stories. Oh, like I think uh. when he first appears, he's he, his Joker. He like pops out of a mirror or something like uh, oh. and then they later completely redo his origin story and he's like he's from a dark uni- like inverse universe or something like huh. that so it's possible that launchpad just got launched into a new universe yeah right and oh. so maybe negaduck is part of the ducktail cinematic universe also i hope so oh <laughs> let's do it let's pitch it um yeah this episode yeah i wrote fuck all this all these puns uh, <laughs> the you guys really hate puns i'm I fine with them in moderation but this is like watching johnny schwartzbein on tv for like 20 minutes <laughs> uh yeah it kind of bummed me out that i like now couldn't appreciate it. it's funny we were talking about this with our previous guest marina and she was like is it bad to look back on these as an adult because you like find more flaws in them? Like, wouldn't you rather just like keep them nice and cozy Precious. in your memory as as a thing you liked? And at the time when she asked, I was like, "No, are you kidding? Uh, I love old cartoons." Mm-hmm. But I I almost feel that way about Darkwing because I just remember loving the crap out of Darkwing Duck when I was a kid, and now going back, I'm like, "Huh, yeah." <laughs> well. 
two things about that is one, I don't know that we watched the best sampling. No, <laughs> like no. perhaps it got better, perhaps it didn't. Yeah, um, you mean within the fifty episodes of the first <laughs> yeah, season? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that many the first. Yeah, it's crazy. Ducktales has like that many too. Like it so. must have been a production model that they've thought was like super profitable. Yeah, because yeah. like I've never heard of that in no. current day animation. Yeah. But the other thing is, like, you know, I think that's a problem that, like, we see that problem in pop culture constantly with, the, you know, things being, are being brought back because people are so fond of them. And then they're like, this isn't as good as the original. And you're like, the original kind of sucked, though, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. 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 You just liked watching anything animated. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> you were a kid. You had never seen anything before. <laughs> anything seemed cool. Yeah. It's like anything new You was new. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah, no, that's a good point. Oh, man. Let's talk about <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> um, yeah, let's move on to the next one because the next one was... Get Nancy? Yeah. That, I, uh, I was way on board with Hamburger Hippo, man. I fucking love it. They what, pop but back. what was the deal? They come back. They do, but the hippo ate them in one episode. Yeah, the last one. That yeah. I wrote that down. I'm just like, how did it eat them? It was a building, and it like <laughs> swallowed them. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> I mean, episode five. The, a weird five thing. was crazy they to begin with. almost escalated in craziness. These yes. Episodes. Legitimately these did. I agree. Episode like, five, I, I several times I was like, what is happening? <laughs> uh, well, okay, so let's stick, I yeah, guess, okay. with, yes, uh, yeah. let's get Nancy. Uh, get Nancy. I wrote, what the fuck is this villain? <laughs> that I, really confused me. Yeah. I don't remember this villain at all. <laughs> it's the mini golf guy. Yeah, I know. I mean, Oh, you like, don't remember him from, oh, from before. Yeah, he probably he, doesn't come back. Yeah. Kind of a limited... Uh, Sort of source, like yeah. a limited goals, I guess. I don't know what and I'm a, saying. And again, kind of weird watching these in order. Again, kind of uh, weird that this is the second villain, or I guess third because of Taurus, whatever. Yeah. But he, to me, it, it's it's a similar type of villain as Bushroot, where like kind of nerdy dude. Uh, uh, who like really likes that he has power now? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's the same with this villain whose name I don't remember. Do we get his name? Uh, I'm, maybe I'm not. Sure that we did, but I don't <laughs> oh, remember yeah. what it is. Yeah, they walk into like when Launchpad and the kids walk in, they call him like something weird. He's just like, that's not my name. My name is this, and oh, like funny. it's just as forgettable. Yeah. Looking it up. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, much less sympathetic villain. Like, yes. sort of goals-wise, pretty standard. He wanted to rob banks, which was not clear until very deep into the episode. Um, the voice was also a weird choice, too, because it was like the classic, like, uh, I don't know, George. And just <laughs> yeah. like, like the stupid friend who was like a sidekick. But he was the main character, and he was supposed to be smart, it felt like. And it right. just felt like a mismatch on the voices. It was still done great, but... Yeah, that's felt, interesting. It felt weird. Uh, speaking of his voice, forgot to mention this uh, in the previous episode. I love the voice of Bushroot. Yeah. yeah. I thought great. it was Wallace Shawn for a hot second, but <laughs> it was not. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a great performance. And again, very sympathetic. Like, yeah, you're right. You More know. sympathetic than this guy. Yeah. This guy is just sort of... Yeah. He's kind of stock in a way. His I wants, mean, his powers are like... Ant-Man, yeah. Yeah. like, literally. Yeah. Um, and, like, yeah, his want, I guess, is to, like, rob a bank, but also to, like, put these little toy, like little buildings in his golf course. Yeah. I think like, he wants the best, like, mini-golf place, but he knows it's not, like, profitable, so he steals the money, too. Hmm. I don't know. Um, it felt like he was, like, constantly going to say, like, oh, this economy. <laughs> and just be like, it's tough. But I do remember Bushroot. Like as a character from when I was a kid, yeah, I remember like he Bushroot. looked very familiar. Yeah. Um, well, but, and he comes back like yeah. almost immediately. Almost immediately <laughs> yeah, in the fifth episode, <laughs> which again surprised me because I was like, "Really? You're you're gonna?" Maybe they needed another episode, but they hadn't come up with a good other villain yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Knows? Or they had like a limit on the number of designs they could do, or something. I'm sure. The first few episodes. I'm sure it had to do with. Uh, the insane schedule to pull off 60 episodes yeah. of a season. I'm sure it was just sort of like, look, that's the episode we have done. So, right. uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, get Nancy. It's all right. Yeah. It's fine. It was fine. Um, this the, is after Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, too, apparently. It is after? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Also, he is wearing that helmet like uh, what's his name from Honey I Shrunk the Kids was wearing in like Ghostbusters. So it sort of oh, felt a little uh, bit like that. Rick, oh, Rick, Rick Moranis. Moranis. Yeah. It was a very Rick Moranis character. In yeah. the live action yeah, reboot. Yeah, you're right. Sure, yeah. Rick Moranis yeah. would play the mini golf for his <laughs> Um, I like the next one a lot, though. Night of the Living Spud. I kind of like it because it's insane. So yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like, wh- I, I still am not sure I got the whole thing. Like, so there's a legend about a vampire in the woods. Uh-huh. But then this mutant potato <laughs> woman goes into the woods, but she is a vampire, or they just think that she's a vampire. She basically she is a vampire. A she was more of a zombie, though. Yeah, like, but she like but she was biting people and turning them into things who would eat potato chips, which doesn't make sense to me from yeah. an evolutionary perspective. Not at all. Like <laughs> vampires would not want no. Yeah, that's you a cannibal eating that's a cannibal. small but vampire flakes. But that but then it makes more sense that it's a zombie because zombies eat people. And they are people, so it's like a cannibal. You're right. Kind of it thing. should be zombie instead. And of if vampire. a zombie bites you, and it's called Night of the Living Spud, so that's a right. zombie reference. Man, but they they did say vampire. Yeah, no, they fucked times. it up. Man, that you was... try you try pumping out sixty <laughs> scripts in the span of a week <laughs> yeah. and see if you give a fuck if it's a zombie or a vampire. <laughs> Uh, I look forward to trying in the reboot. <laughs> They're gonna have the same. Uh, yeah, this one's fucking bonkers. I did not expect to. It was. To spend so much time with these hillbillies. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what I was going to say. It was also like a weird deliverance <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to like kill Darkwing just because he wears fun, a cape. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a sequence I did not expect of them like repeatedly trying to prove he was a vampire or yeah. not. Very Monty Python kind of proving he's yes. a witch kind of thing. Yeah. And very cartoony, but like almost like the, I guess like the, the thing I'll say about. The writing is like, uh, although like the cartooniness was enjoyable, like kind of repeatedly in the episodes we watched, didn't really advance the story in any way. Yeah, and like no. I can buy a lot of those like sequences of like those mini golf sequences and stuff too. Is like if you just like make something happen, that's where I feel like the mystery could be a lot more helpful. Is like yeah. if yeah. they're actually trying to solve something and like they're even if these guys are just getting in the way of them, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'd agree. Yeah, that no, may be right. overly analytical or overly critical. Yeah, but. if it was a bit more in the like uh, Batman parody mold of like uh, getting to the, him being a detective, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what you're saying. Yeah, that would maybe give these episodes a little more shape. Whereas right. this last one uh, crazy. went so many directions. Guys, it was crazy out of the gate to show you how crazy analytical I was. He shows up in the middle of the woods, in the middle of this campfire, and I'm like, why was he lost in the woods? <laughs> Like, I didn't understand why Darkwing just showed up lost in the middle of the woods That's, with these kids. You're right. Because wasn't this well, another one where the, it had the framing device of, of like, here's another weird case. Oh, no, no, no. No, the this was the, telling the camp camping. story. Yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. he tried to steal the compass from the kids because he was legitimately <laughs> lost in the woods. I, I forgot oh, I must that. have missed that. Yeah. Oh, there's, crazy! It was yeah, it was very strange. With that one like punk kid who was a camper, <laughs> Wait, right? Yeah, the brother of Honker or whatever. I think so. Oh, yeah, but yeah. wasn't it that he was ser- he was already searching for the potato creature? Wasn't that why he ended up in the woods? No, he was te- like he got to the kids. He like he he appears out of a cloud of smoke, <laughs> like after they're just like telling camp stories. And he's just like, you want to hear a camp story? I'll tell you a camp story. And they're just like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's just like, I was like, they're I'm like, not lost. Can I help you, dude? <laughs> he's like, I'm not lost in the woods. And then tries to steal the compass. And then he I just. I totally missed that moment. He That's goes cool. into the story about the spud. There's a lot of moments. It's easy to miss that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it ends with like the spud apparently still being alive. And. Uh, oh yeah, with the sound and him chasing uh, off yeah. these kids into the wilderness to like run further into the woods. Nothing makes sense with this episode, guys. It's very Animaniacs. Um, yeah. Oh my god, it's a weird one. Well, and this was the one where the the hippo building yeah. ate them. That which, was the one. Yeah, I yes, was, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> I I saw that too, and I wrote it down. I'm just like, what is the hippo building? <laughs> Uh, hippo, ha- hamburger, hamburger hippo, hamburger hippo. Though, I'm on mark. board. I want 
Yeah. I want ham- you want hamburger. Real life. I want merch. I want. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want they it. should build one of those at Disneyland. They should. Like with a little counter that <laughs> yeah. you sit around. Yeah. It's only a matter of time until there's like a DuckTales land. Like they're going to yeah. build every land, right. you know? I'm down for there's it. There's going to be a, an entire duck park. Yeah. Uh, but the thing with. I, the reason why I'm questioning how hungry you are for this hippo burger is in the episode <laughs> with the ants. Like everything Launchpad is saying that he's ordering is like the most like factory thing of just like uh, congealed uh, cheese byproduct. Oh yeah, it's dis- it's a chain. It's it's yeah. a it's a disgusting fast food chain. But I love their branding. Yeah, <laughs> it is great. Something uh, that always gets me too about like shows where a cartoon animal is eating another cartoon animal. Yeah. It's just like a little bit weird to me. And I, I couldn't tell you, I mean, like, we're animals, and we're the ones who eat animals, but it just seems like, well, d- ducks and cows, they're not it's that like, different. Where's the line, folks? Yeah, exactly. Would they eat duck? Guys, I, he eats I know eggs I in the first episode. Humans. Well, that's true. Kind of similarly, uh, <laughs> when they show in we this episode this in the newscaster, too. yeah, when they show the newscaster, who's sort of that, like, generic uh, <laughs> Disney beagle yeah. uh, type of creature, mm-hmm. it, I, like, sort of did a double take because I was like, man, every other character <laughs> is, is a duck. Is a duck. Why, did... Why is there a dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, are there, was that the, I guess, no, there was the bull and the, the goats. Like, the vi- like yeah, the, the bull. Yeah, bull and goats in the, the first the, episode. The hillbillies are, are all... Oh, that's true. They're, oh, there's they're the weasel. Different critters. They're sort of like go- goofy dogs. Yeah. yeah. And there's the weasel who drove the... Uh, oh, yeah. The, the, like, large Marge kind of weasel. I like him. like, tells the ghost story about oh, the spud. Yeah, right. He was like, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> say potato backwards. <laughs> oh, God. The ending? Yeah. That's, that's kind of <laughs> what I was talking about, where it's like a throwaway thing becomes important, <laughs> where Darkwing is like, you literally have to say the words... words potato backwards <laughs> instead of o tape so dumb so dumb oh man but i'm on board yeah, yeah i kind of no. like i'm on board i like that kind of dumb though this know? this one was weird and hard to follow and barely made sense but i kind of w- like was on board 100% I, yeah there was a part of me that was like i hope there are more episodes like this one because mm-hmm. it's it's just like a fun freewheeling wacky adventure yeah 50 episodes in the first season, I'm guessing there are probably a lot of them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just random start in the middle of the story yeah. with like. Uh, one of your classic characters just <laughs> creating a wife for himself. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. So weird. I, um, uh, this whole thing could have been averted if uh, Spike, the Venus flytrap pet that Bushroot <laughs> keeps, was just a little more careful with the Petunia? jars of. Uh, seeds. You're right. Uh, this is on Spike. This is <laughs> also, I don't know how he couldn't just try to get some of it off the ground to like bring it to him. Mm-hmm. And just went and got potato starch yeah. <laughs> instead. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that dog-like character came back in this yeah. episode Yes, from the prior one. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I man. did like Bushroot. <laughs> Real wacky shit. Um, I, I do... I think I think what you said is probably true of like this was perhaps not the best sampling of episodes and I would I'm tempted to look up a like I'm sure the a inter- ranking I'm sure the internet has mm-hmm. a best of list yeah uh, and I'd like to dive into that because primarily mm-hmm. to like see these characters I remember thinking were so cool mm-hmm. yeah that would be for sh- that'd be interesting I think yeah as somebody who barely remembers it I'm glad we did these first five. Because I think it sort of sets the tone for the rest of it. Yeah, I mean that that two part well. pilot feels very essential. Yeah, when I talked I, to you yesterday, I was just like, uh, "Are the first episodes a movie like Ducktales did?" Because I assumed that just every Duck universe <laughs> yeah, no. has like a movie to start. Yeah, off Ducktales the was like a four part uh, wow. premiere. Yeah, that they just played back to back. It was a TV movie, basically. Yeah, I think. What would you guys? Put as your favorite. I think of, that, these? of these, like I, I think the first two were probably yeah the yeah. strongest. I agree. I also um, they the first episode very clearly had a bit more of a budget behind it. The animation is like pretty solid mm-hmm. yeah. throughout it. Yeah, um, it looked good. Which yeah. is like just fun to watch because you don't see uh, TV animation that looks like that anymore. Really, mm-hmm. so it's cool. Yeah, I did enjoy the first two most. But I do love their like villain design. Like that's I mean that's what I love about Batman the most too. Yeah. Uh, and this 
had so much of a feel of like wacky Batman that I really mm. I like I wasn't on board and the way that you described it to me I'm just like I don't know if I'm gonna be on board with this <laughs> um, but like even looking at it with like a critical and like cynical eye I enjoyed this a lot because it's just wacky Batman yeah it's... and wacky shadow Wacky, wacky Shadow was the working title for a long time. <laughs> wacky Shadow? I can wacky, see that. Untitled Wacky Duck Shadow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was a good choice. Yeah. Oh. I like it. I'm, I was... It was really interesting to watch again. Like, some parts of it really pleasantly surprised me. Yeah. Some I was very, very confused by. It was definitely different than I remember. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, like, I can definitely tell why I liked it a yeah, lot when same I was here. a kid. Yeah. You know, and also like guess why like not many specifics stuck out at me besides <laughs> like Darkwing Duck being silly and, yeah. and weird. Because it's all such a whirlwind of of wacky. Yeah. You know, so it's a duck wacky. blur. <laughs> yeah. That's a hundred percent correct. <laughs> yeah, no, you I hate myself. You shouldn't uh, I was down for that a hundred percent. Uh hey man, thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks, well, thanks for, for having me, guys. It. it was a, a great excuse to watch cartoons, which uh, I always appreciate. You have a podcast. <laughs> I do yeah. have a podcast. About ducks. But in a, in <laughs> its own ducks. way, it is yeah. called Duck Snort. It's about <laughs> baseball. Not and, ducks at all. <laughs> uh, not ducks. Um but yeah, if uh there's anybody listening out there who's Venn diagram of interests includes both <laughs> '90s cartoons and baseball. Um, it's very fun, uh, so that can be found in wherever you get your podcasts. Duck Snort, all one word. Mm-hmm. Um, to you and uh, Waylon. Yeah, it's me, Waylon McQueen, and Joe Weber, who you may have heard on the podcast circuit or seen at UCB if you live in Los Angeles or anything like that. Uh, Waylon McQueen, star of the Cars movies? Is that who you're talking about? Uh-huh, okay. yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> who that is. Too. Uh, every week I go to Disneyland and I ride the Cars ride and as we're zooming by Waylon... <laughs> Record something yeah, about I say, it. Yeah, what do you think about the Dodgers? <laughs> and it's usually just him saying his catchphrase. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I guess I'm the one who hosts it in, in many ways. Uh, uh, no, it's it's very fun. Uh, we'll have an episode out this week, and we're gearing up for baseball season. Ooh, so. Hell yeah, it's coming up. Yes, cool. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Any other any other hot plugs? Uh, find me on Twitter, I guess, mm-hmm. at Greggy Nix, G R E G G Y N I X. I'll probably be tweeting some about the show that I worked on at Nickelodeon, uh, which is coming out sometime. (laughs) I'm not going to say soon, because things are very slow there. Who knows? Uh, Because who really knows? But that's called Glitch Text, and I um, did some writing for them, and I do a voice, a couple of voices for them as well, which has been a very cool experience. Um, And yeah, I think that's about it. Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. It was thank you. Very fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's always fun to talk old school tunes. Talk hell TV yeah. Tunes. TV yeah. tunes. <laughs> what up, bitches? Uh, farewell, my bitches. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sign off network. Yeah. Farewell, my bitches. <laughs> Do you have anything else to plug? No, you know me. <laughs> Yo, you know me. It's your boy, David. Uh, <laughs> Check out his uh, <laughs> mixtape that's coming out <laughs> yeah. soon. Uh, no, you can find me at David Kantrowitz. Oh, and uh, plug the gnome and the wizard. I did. I did a comic, uh, Wizard and Gnome. Wait, yeah, wizardandgnomecomic.tumblr.com is where you can read it. That's yeah, fun. It's really good. Thanks, dude. Sweet. Uh, I got nothing except this. I'll plug this podcast <laughs> that you're yeah. listening to. Keep listening. Uh, yeah, thanks again for coming on. Uh, thanks for listening, people. Thank and, you. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Farewell, bitches. <laughs> See you, bitches. Bye. Screw it, screw it. We're just going to talk about Spider-Man. Hi, this is Will Hines. And this is Kevin Hines. We are co-hosts of the podcast Screw It. We're just going to talk about Spider-Man. You love Spider-Man, so listen to us as we go over his original 1960s comic books where you'll meet all of these characters for the very first time. Dr. Octopus. Aunt May. J. Jonah Jameson. Fancy Dan. Also, we're brothers, so that's cool. Yeah, listen to Screw It. We're just going to talk about Spider-Man. New episodes every Wednesday. On Camp Campfire Media. Campfire.